Greetings, everyone. My name is Elijah Ivory. I'm down here in Chesapeake, Virginia. I'm with a very special guest. You want to go ahead and introduce yourself? Uh, well, my name is Intasar, but I go by Star or Enna. Most people call me Star, though. Okay, appreciate that. Mm -hmm. And so I'm down here because I bought uh, a Creator's Light Harness Your Gift. And right now we're in her, her fitness studio. So we just finished doing some hula hooping. You'll see the video real soon. And it's just great to exercise. And it's also great to connect with the right people. So I just want to thank you again for, you know, having me down here. Yes, I'm glad you have fun. No problem, no problem at all. So uh, without further ado, we're going to hop right into this. So uh, where are you from and how was it growing up there? Uh, Williamsburg, Virginia. Okay. <laughs> um, it was a lot of fun. I feel like um, my sisters and just my family, we just had fun as far as we would ride bikes. We would walk. Um, just very active, I guess. Mm -hmm. So it was a fun, a fun childhood, I would say, okay. growing up in Williamsburg. Now, I know Williamsburg has Bush Gardens, like not too far around in the area. We all work there, too. Like, okay. that's another thing. I think that family and friends out there, they would all work at either Bush Gardens or Water Country. Mm -hmm. I used to work at Water Country. Okay. Um, but, yeah, just we used to actually sing back in the day, believe it or not. So we would go out, perform different places, and then we used to dance as well. Okay. Um, so just... We, yeah, we used to get into a lot. <laughs> so as you can see, she was very active from a, a young age. So what specific activities did you enjoy doing? Was it hula hooping at first or was it something else? No, um, I think I did hula hoop. I used to actually double dutch too. And I used to skate. Um, as far as school, I would say I was a cheerleader. I was flag squad, step team. So I did just about everything. When it came to sports, she was on everybody. <laughs> I, I just know that. Okay, so now, um, so growing up, with your family, were they athletes or was it just something all the like kids around your age kind of just got into? Just, well, I would say my mom actually, she's always been into working out like into aerobics. Um, I remember her, I can't remember which child it was. I have a big family, but she came home one day like after giving birth. Mm -hmm. And I want to say she was like doing crunches or working out right after she had a baby. It was, I don't know how long, I might be exaggerating a little bit, but it was pretty quick after. She as, had a baby. As you can see, she out. pushed out the baby, then she came home and did some push-ups. <laughs> like I say, she, you see where the line she come from, you know what I mean? So. And then my dad, he was actually like a track runner. He was in the run. And then we run 5Ks and stuff like that, too. So he was, you know, very good cardio workout. So okay. I would say they were, I was heavily influenced by them. Um, as far as my brothers and sisters, I think a lot of us were into music. Um but just also just very active. Some people were, I want to say I had a sister that was a cheerleader, track. Um, so we all did music and um, active things, I think, would be both of those. Okay. Yeah. Now, I see that y'all did a lot of activities. When it come, came down to, like, certain eating habits, were you still eating all different types of food or y'all were eating, like, vegetables and healthy stuff like that? We were eating all types of crap back then, I think. So it wasn't really instilled in us, I think, back then to eat the proper stuff. Okay. For one, I think we had a big family and yeah, there's a lot of us to take care of. So no, we weren't that strict on the healthy eating and stuff back then. Okay. So, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Now, um, were you very competitive? Like with your other with your uh family or, or mm -hmm. like friends in school? Yeah, I'm very competitive by nature. Um, I've always been that way. So you give me a challenge, I'm like I'm up for the challenge. Like I I've just always been competitive. OK. Yeah. It makes sense. So uh, I know you said you were doing like your music and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. What was the song that you remember from like your childhood that y'all used to always sing or perform? We used to make our own music. 
Okay. She's a songwriter too. You see, you see you got me. every time you turn around, she's just competitive and everything. You so, know? I mean, let me see one of our songs back in the day. Um, we had a song called Basic Cuteness back in the day that we wrote. It was like a kind of a rap song, but we also did R&B type music as well. Okay. But that song rings a bell to me, Basic Cuteness, for some reason. So. Okay. Yeah. Now, are you like writing songs or anything like Not that? Not right now? now. I kind of took a break from that a little bit and I'm okay. more focused on my fitness fashion now. Okay. <clears throat> so what got you into like hula hooping? Um, you know what? I have been working out, I would say consistently since the age of like 24. I'm not going to say my age, but it's been about, I would say 14, 15 years yeah. as far as me. 24 years. You know. <laughs> um, you know, as far as me actively being into working out, I've done all types of things. Have you heard of Shanti? Shanti sounds familiar. Okay. He created um, the insanity workout. Oh, okay. So that was a very crazy, intense, workout, I think two month program. And I got great results from his workout program. And I, he's like one of my influencers, I think to that helped me in the path of health and fitness. Oh, wow. But, um, yeah, so I would do that. And then I would just switch my workout routine. Like I never would stay stagnant with the same workout routine. Like if I get bored with it, I'm like, all right, let me try something else. Mm. So I ended up going to, um, I think it was Dick Sport back in um, 2015. Okay. We're right there. And I purchased this hula hoop, actually. <laughs> so tell us about this, this hula hoop here. Let us, let us know about this. Hula hoop here. So this thing has been through some stuff, as you can see. I don't know if you can see from this angle, but, uh, it has, you know, a few bruises, a few, you know, it's peeling a little bit, but it's very sturdy still. And I've had it for that long. This is probably one of the most stable, sturdy hula hoops I've ever bought. So it stays with me because I learned on this when I first bought it. Um, I think I picked up the hula hoop and I was able to just do it naturally. So it actually came easy for me. Okay. okay. Um, I still would hula hoop off and on after I bought it, but I would say I consistently been hula hooping for like the last three years. Oh, wow. It's part of my daily routine. So I got a question for you. A lot of people say, well, you know, it's hard for me to get started going to the gym. It's hard for me to, you know, get my stamina. What would you say for people that's like real doubtful about starting a fitness journey? I would say just start like and start a little bit at a time. Like, don't overdo it. I think that's where some people mess up is they start and they like, oh, I got to work out for an hour today for five days. No, start small, you know, start with something attainable and then work towards that goal. You know, don't try to do everything all at once. Don't try to cut your eating habits all at once. Don't try to um, start doing a heavy routine all at once. Like just baby steps and work towards it until you like, you know, gradually get into it. OK. Now, what would you recommend for somebody that works, you know, a lot of hours and they have kids too. like, oh, well, I just got off work, but I also have kids. How can I fit this into, you know, doing a 30 minute workout? Like, what would you? You just got to make time. Yeah. Like, you always going to be busy. You always going. But I feel like people prioritize the stuff that they want to do. And you really probably do have that 30 minutes that you can set aside. But you being lazy, or you're doing something else and you're just not prioritizing your time. Right. Makes sense. So yeah. time is everything. You hear it all the time. Mm -hmm. Now, as far as with starting your organization, like what was some setbacks that you had in the early beginnings? Um, I would say as far as like just getting people to be consistent, mm -hmm. you know, because I'll get people to sign up for my class all the time, but it will be different people. So I'm feeling like, you know, for somebody to really progress in my class and get to the level that I want them to, you have to be consistent. Like you can't just do one class here and then, all right, I'm gonna sign up four weeks later and mm -hmm. do, you know, then you forget the whole technique and then you like unmotivated. I think yeah. coming back every week, it helps keep that momentum and help keep it going. Okay. So when you did your first class, like, how did you feel afterwards? You know, um, I felt great. OK, it was fun. Like the feedback that I'm getting from the class is people really enjoyed. It. It's a lot of fun. 
it doesn't even feel like you're working out. So you are working out because yeah. it's a great cardio, you know, core work. But um, people, when they take it, they're like, I don't even feel like they're surprised, too. They're yeah. like, wait a minute, this is an actual workout, but it's fun. Yeah. And I think that's what's missing with some um, workout routines. People give up because they're like, oh, my God, I dread having to come to do this uh, treadmill for 30 minutes or do this elliptical or whatever. So this is actually fun. Like you can make it your own. And that just, yeah, it's it's some, it's therapeutic. Yeah. As a testament, I, we just got done. Um, I was in her class and it was real fun. We, I did about an hour and I'm in here. I like, man, I ain't hula hooping probably, probably like 15 years or so. So, you know, it started off, it started off rough for me. I'm not going to say. He was know, in here killing it, but yeah. Mm -hmm. I killed it after the first 10 minutes. You know what I'm saying? It started off rough for me, but I enjoyed it. And another thing is too, uh, when you are working out or, or you want to empower yourself, be around those with the right energy. You know, that's something she always speaks about on her social media, having the right energy. So if you're around somebody who they really don't want to work out, but they come with you and then they complain like, I did five minutes. I'm good. Like, why are you still working out? Just, you know, center yourself around the right people. Absolutely. So I know you do events and stuff like that. What was one of your first events that you did? Um, so I did a 90s day party event where I basically I performed, um, but I was kind of I guess I would say I was kind of the life of the party, if that makes sense. Uh, I literally was going around and this was different ages. Like, I don't think there were really kids out there, but maybe 20 and up crowd or whatever. Um, but literally I was going around with my hula hoops, had my stack of hula hoops with me <laughs> and I was getting people to try it. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Just try it. And a lot of people, it, I felt like at that time I noticed it was like a universal language because I could come up to anybody, black, white, fat, skinny, any ethnicity, whatever, and be able to talk to them and connect on that level and be like, hey, you want to try this? And I was able to convince most people to actually try it. And then when they did, it was like their faith lit up or it was just like, a, you know, tapping yeah. it back into your inner child again. So um, that was a lot of fun. I would say 90 percent of the people that were there, um, I got them to hulu. And then my performance went well because I'm out there, you know, mingling. I'm taking, you know, going across the floor and I'm interacting with people as I'm performing too, going around the crowd and stuff like that. So. Then they had a hula hoop contest, which was cool. So, it was um, funny. so they had a hula hoop contest. I wonder who won. So. No, I didn't participate. Oh, okay. I, I was banned from participating in it because, you know, but <laughs> not to say that nobody can, you know, take me out of it. Mm -hmm. But at that time, I gave everybody else a chance um, to participate. And that was a lot of fun. So that's how she was in class. She let us do all the activities and stuff. And she was going to get in. But she's like, nah, because I could probably go 30 minutes or hour. So I'm going to let y'all do what y'all do. You know yeah, I, mean? I can't. So. Yeah. Some things I'll participate and I'll help you with. But some things I'm like, all right, I'll let them do it. So. So I got a question for you. You know, you've been conducting classes for a while now. Have you had anybody come up to you after class and say, you know, I think this is too overwhelming for me. I can't do it. How did you encourage them if that ever happened? Um, so nobody really said that it was too much, but I will say that I, I think I had one person that it just wasn't for them. Mm -hmm. Like I tried to work with her. I was very patient. I was determined to have her be able to hula hoop by the end of the class. But I think after the second session, she just um, gave up. And as much as I try to convince people, like I'm very encouraging, very supportive, very, very motivational um, with my clients. But I think she just decided it wasn't for her. But other than that, I feel like everybody else have been on board for the most part to continue it makes sense and uh that's one thing about it you can try to encourage so many people but you're going to have some that say you know what this is not for me and they fall to the wayside but you still got to keep pushing because this is her purpose and her passion you know she elevates other people brings the right energy and then that's a conduit for everybody else so you know always just stay positive out there now with everything going on in the world you know and do you sometimes when you're working out you're like you know what with everything i'm seeing in the world it's hard for me to kind of work out today because i just 
I'm not feeling it. I'm seeing people hurt, you know, on the news and stuff like that. Do you ever have days like that or you just push through it? I push through it. Okay. Like, I feel like if I go a couple of days or a few days where I don't work out, then I feel like crap. So for me, it's a, like a mental health thing for me. Like, it helps keep me motivated. It helps keep me pushing when I do work out. So it just, yeah, it just pushes me to keep going. So I noticed, like, your classroom, you'll have, like, banners up, and it'll say, you know, people's progress and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So how important is that when you see people come up uh, in your class and say, you know, I'm glad to see my trajectory when I was doing five minutes, now I'm doing 10 minutes. Like what got you into having it up plastered so they can see it like when they come in? Um, I just think it's good to have those goals because like if you come to a class and you don't really know what you're working towards or what the purpose is, like I just think it's good to track that so they can see the progress and they can see, oh wow, I really did come a long way in just four weeks or however long I've been taking the class, like they can see that. And I think it just helps keep them motivated to push even further because some of the girls in my class, they already beat some of their goals that I've that for three weeks or four weeks, I'm like, what? we need to push your goal up now. Yeah. You know, so have so. you had any like family members or personal friends come to your class? Um, I've had friends. Actually, believe it or not, none of my family members have been to my class yet. But <laughs> friends, yes. So I have had a couple of friends that come. Matter of fact, um, the last girl came. She didn't come this time, but she came last week. She was doing really good. Um, I just think her scheduling is not allowing her to con mm -hmm. be consistent with it. So, yeah. yeah. And speaking on scheduling, if you are not able to carve out some time, just think about what you do when you're wasting time or if you're on social media scrolling, <laughs> if you're eating foods, you know what I'm saying, just all throughout the day and stuff like that. You know, even if it's not at night, you up, oh, man, I can't think of whatever. You know what? Let me do five minute push ups or let me do something constructive to whatever it is, even if it's not fitness. If it's you want to be a writer or there's things you want to do in life, just put five to ten minutes to it every single day, you know, or as much as possible. And you'll see how far you can go. What's up? Yeah. Now, do you have any events coming up that, you know, everybody can be notified of? So I have one tonight, actually, at Charm Lounge. I don't know the address. I'm sorry. It's in Hampton, Virginia. Um, I'll just be performing probably for a few songs. Um, just, you know, getting more exposure out there. Um, for me, Hula Hooping is universal. I think I told you that was versatile. Mm -hmm. So for me, it's entertainment, it's fun, it's dance, it's cardio. Like, it can be used in so many different aspects of life. So... Yeah, I'm going to entertain and have fun um, at Charm Lounge tonight. So if you are in the area, then you can come out and see me. Um, other than that, I don't have any other events booked. I just have my ongoing class that um, is every Saturday for four weeks at a time. Okay, that's yeah. perfect. That's perfect. And like I said, I had a great time here today. I came down from Northern Virginia, but and that's another thing too. You know, sometimes people feel like, oh, with distance, oh, I don't, I can't go to this event. I can't do this. You just never know what may happen when you go there. People you network with, the people that could end up becoming friends. Some of us, we have family, but we don't really consider them family. We just consider them, we share the same blood. And you have friends that, you know what, like, this is a brother to me. This is a sister to me, or mother figure, father figure to me. So you just never know. Take that risk, take that chance. You know? Is there anything else you want to add before we close out? Um, I guess my social media, um, Instagram is Wakila2020, which is W-A-K-E-E-L-A-H-2020. Um, that's my TikTok as well. So if you want to follow me, you know, I'm always posting content, my classes, just me enjoying hula hooping in general. So check me out. And I'm going to just say this, you know, for a <laughs> warning, when you watch her, don't try to think you're going to be like her when you first get on there. <laughs> Trust me. You know what I mean? But, you know, I just want to thank you so much for being a part of this. This is episode three and it was fun having you on. Thank you and for having me. Yeah. And, and until next, and any questions y'all have, I'll make sure y'all reach out to her. You know, she, she's easy to talk to. And she definitely want to see everybody live for their purpose.
Yep. Until next time, y'all stay rich in mind everywhere you go. Be blessed. And this is another edition of A Creator's Light. On your gift. Peace. All right. Hey, just to let y'all know, this is really what.